I'm Dan Friedel. This is VOA News. I'm Tommy McNeil. U.S. military C-130 cargo planes airdrop food and aid in pallets over Gaza. It is the opening stage of an emergency humanitarian assistance authorized by U.S. President Joe Biden after more than 100 Palestinians who had surged to pull goods off an aid convoy were killed during a chaotic encounter with Israeli troops. Three planes from Air Forces Central dropped 38,000 meals into Gaza at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time Saturday. The bundles were dropped in southwest Gaza on the beach along the territory's Mediterranean coast. And U.S. officials said after the drops, they were able to see civilians access the food. The U.S. says the airdrop is expected to be the first of many. A senior U.S. official says Israel has essentially endorsed a framework of a proposed Gaza ceasefire and hostage release deal, and it is now up to Hamas to agree to it. The official says Israelis have more or less accepted the proposal. That includes a six-week ceasefire in Gaza, as well as the release by Hamas of hostages considered vulnerable. A senior Egyptian official says mediators in Egypt and Qatar are expected to receive a response from Hamas during the talks set to resume Sunday in Cairo. Deal likely would allow aid to reach hundreds of thousands of desperate Palestinians in northern Gaza. A ship attacked by Yemen's Houthi rebels has sunk in the Red Sea after days of taking on water. Ruby Mar had been drifting after the attack in February and marks the first time a ship sunk by the Houthis in their months-long attacks on shipping in the vital waterway has occurred. Yemen's internationally recognized government as well as regional military official confirmed Saturday that the ship sank. Many ships have already turned away from that route. This is VOA News. Congressional leaders in the U.S. are warning that shortages of ammunition and supplies are now resulting in Ukraine losing ground in the war with Russia. Yet the Republican-controlled House has shown little hurry to resupply Kyiv with the military aid. Across Washington, officials see the drop-off in ammunition shipments with increasing alarm. Defense officials are now considering tapping the Pentagon's ammunition reserves even before Congress approves the funding to replenish them. But House Speaker Mike Johnson appears determined to chart his own course on a foreign aid package, which could leave Congress stalled for weeks longer. Sweden's last war ended in 1814 when the rifles and cannons it aimed at Norway fell silent. The once warring power would not take up arms again. For the next two centuries, Sweden embraced the policy of neutrality and also refused to take sides in wars or join any military alliance. The stands kept peace at home and contributed to the country becoming a prosperous welfare state and humanitarian superpower. This remarkably long era of non-alignment is coming to a close as Sweden joins NATO. Ceremonial formalities are expected soon after 18 months of delays, while Turkey and Hungary held up ratification and sought concessions from other members of the alliance. Former U.S. President Donald Trump has further escalated his immigration rhetoric, accusing U.S. President Joe Biden of waging a conspiracy to overthrow the United States of America at the border as he campaigned ahead of next week's Super Tuesday contest. Trump has a long history of trying to turn attack lines back on his rivals to attempt to diminish their impact. Immigration was the animating issue of his 2016 campaign, and he has once again seized on the issue that the U.S. has experienced 
a record influx of migrants at the border. The mother and mother-in-law of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny were among mourners who brought flowers to his grave in Moscow. A day after thousands turned his funeral into one of the largest recent displays of dissent, police kept a heavy presence at the cemetery Saturday, but the situation was reported to be calm. According to Russian independent TV channel, uh, spontaneous memory, memorials to Navalny had been destroyed in several Russian cities. Thousands bid farewell to Navalny on Friday after his still unexplained death two weeks ago in an Arctic penal colony. Crowds chanted slogans against Russian President Vladimir Putin and the war in Ukraine. You'll find more at voanews.com. Again, that is voanews.com. I'm Tommy McNeil, VOA News.